0: and i learned that he was keeping the sabbath and the group was not supportive they weren't there were some people not supportive there were other people that were supportive but didn't agree and i was listening to that and we kind of kept talking and i think i at one point was like well maybe he just doesn't know and so i (laughs) i decided to 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 save him
1: And welcome to Walk Like a Hebrew, I'm Jody O'Dell. On this podcast, I talk to followers of the Messiah, whom we call by many names, including Yeshua and Jesus. My guests come from all kinds of faith backgrounds, and have discovered that God's law, the Torah, which was given through Moses at Mount Sinai, was not actually nailed to the cross of Christ, regardless of what many of us were taught. On walk like a Hebrew, we ask the question: How did you get from there, wherever that was, to here? Living like a true Hebrew, literally following in the footsteps of our Messiah. Walk like a Hebrew is entirely listener-supported. If you're enjoying these testimonies and you'd like to make a one-time or recurring donation, please visit sheholdsforth.com/donate. And now you can also support me through Pod Hero. A $5.99 monthly subscription service that makes it easy to support all your favorite podcasts. Check it out at podhero.com. This is episode 19, an interview with Danny and Kathy Inger of the Central Coast of California. I sat down with the Ingers outdoors at the end of the Feast of Shavuot at Safe Haven Sustainable Farm in Orosi, California. And not only was it pretty windy, it was also teardown day. So please disregard the noisy background. We talked about how they came out of the Lutheran Church, a little about homeschooling, and the difficulties of forming a community in a world that doesn't share your beliefs. Welcome to Walk Like a Hebrew. I am here in Arosi, California safe haven sustainable farms and i'm sitting down right now with danny and kathy inger how are you guys doing today very well yeah (laughs) at the end
2: of a feast very well (laughs) yeah
1: yeah it is it is the teardown day after shavuot and it's been it's been a really really good feast i mean it was it was low-key and it was very informative and very fun A lot of good conversations here.
2: So just can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, Well, I'm Kathy. Um, My husband, Danny. We live in the San Luis Obispo County area. Been married almost 20 years now. Congratulations. Uh, Mm -hmm, Thank you. We have six children together. And let's see. So we have an electrical contracting company together. Okay. We do that together. We homeschool our children. And we run a homeschooling private school group. Oh, cool Um, and we are trying to start a fellowship in our area for believers there to come and build something that's larger and to connect and build a fellowship so the public can see us and maybe i guess they could just see how god's moving right in his body right now in a different way
0: try to help the sheep hear his voice so they'll listen and come (laughs) yes
2: Mm -hmm. so
1: what was your faith background where did you come from same place or different yeah. places or well,
0: different places we were a part of the Lutheran Church both of us and there's within the Lutheran Church there's synods and okay. divisions within the division and uh, we were a part of the same division called the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran okay. Synod Wells um, that's how we met we both went to the schools for the church and then uh, she was from San Jose area and I was from LA area and we both went to the Wells High School and so we went to high school together and then that's how we started dating our senior year.
2: He felt it was good to continue. He, he, he kept pursuing me <laughs> for a <good laughs> few years. So, well, I needed time to make up my mind. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Were you involved in ministry?
0: They have, you know, Sunday school, and then you have catechism. I don't know, like, there's ministries. Is there ministries in the Wells Church? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sunday school teacher. Well, Lutherans Catechism believe teacher. in grace
0: apart from works so whenever okay. you do anything it's uh they look at it as like you're trying to earn your salvation. Oh and so, so they
1: discourage that well, sort of thing.
0: you kind of do like that's my perspective. Right. Um, I know they have like women of the wells and they have yeah. groups that do stuff but uh
2: missionary they have the missionaries. Yeah, they
0: have missionaries. Right.
2: That go out around the world. Mm-hmm. But within that, it's just the normal church stuff. Bible studies. Yeah. Right. Pioneers.
0: So we kind of okay, like agreed before we got married that we were going to leave that synod. Because we saw kind of hypocrisy in the teachers. And we were like, okay, we want to just see what else is out there. So when we got married, we did that. We went to, you know, going to the church, going to the high school. And just seeing that there's something missing there. And yeah. we didn't want to just continue that. It's almost like there's a loyalty. Like, you know, the police have the blue line.
2: Yeah. You don't cross
0: it. It's almost like that. like You don't cross the loyalty. I'm Lutheran. Yes, I know. I do. Yeah.
2: I dormed. One of the settings that they had was a family would take one or two students into their home. Okay. And so I had this uh, beautiful opportunity to be with a family that was kind of Baptist and non-denominational at the same time. So living with them, I saw this love and acceptance and um, activeness in their faith and you know they prayed over uh, an injury i got in sports and okay. took me their elders prayed over me and you know for healing that would never have happened in my church so right. i started to see a different but oh there's something else out here yeah uh so we left we got married we went to the non-denominational church together we'd started working in children's ministry together yeah
0: that was fantastic from our upbringing yeah to going there we've had this is it this is this is how christianity should be and we were super excited and and uh did that for several years and then i started to look around i'm like wait this is the same system it's the same thing it's just bigger and they're just doing things in a slightly different way but the problems that i saw in the lutheran church were there and it's still clicky and it's still i don't know i get you busy in children's ministry you stop looking at things
1: so, you were Lutherans, you went to Lutheran high school, yeah. and then after that you got married and then you started going to non-denominational churches, working yeah. in children's ministry, and then somewhere in here you guys started keeping Torah. But why?
0: We were going to the the non-denominational church, and I met, I met Mike Schick at, at a, a job site. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know the Schicks, but I met him and uh, we hit it off kind of... I was just working at his uh, business. Right. And we started talking. And he invited me to this men's group um, that they were d- doing at the time. And I was just like looking for anything because it's, I felt like yeah. there's nobody you're out hungry here. hungry and
1: you're to- desperate. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, I went to that and I learned through going to that that he was cooking the Sabbath. And the group was not supportive. They weren't, there were some people not supportive. There were other people that were supportive but didn't agree. And I was listening to that and we kind of kept talking and I think I, at one point was like, well, maybe he just doesn't know. And so I, <laughs> I decided to, to, oh, to save that. him. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe he just doesn't
1: know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's... Well, because I mean, that's what everybody thinks about me.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe they just haven't read Galatians yet. They didn't get that far. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Go
2: on.
0: <laughs> so, uh, I kinda I was interacting and continued that Bible study and I kinda I guess made it my mission to and they had a family that we had a family, they had a family. And it's like right. when we're desperate to be around people. Yeah. I kinda decided to make it my mission to help him understand <laughs> the truth and <laughs> so <save> <laughs> and to, to to his credit he listened and he said well and he just took the scripture and said but what about this and I had to come up with a new point every time when I'd come back It was like okay and I look look at the scripture and like well I see what he's saying yeah I, that doesn't say what I exactly what I thought it did mm-hmm. and uh, I kept doing that with an okay but what about this point and we debated about Christmas and I had a really good argument for Christmas um, that I think is still pretty good. <laughs> but like, People try to convince me to keep Christmas. I'm like, I think I have a better argument than you, and it's wrong. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we kind of debated that, uh, and then, then we kind of left the non-denominational church. We had a fellowship, and I wanted the shicks to come to our fellowship. And so I invited them when we had broken off to home group. Mm-hmm. And so I, I said, hey, I think we should invite the shicks you know they, they don't have fellowship either and that's how they learned that we keep Torah because they're oh they keep Torah and I'm like well I do too I can't say I exactly keep Torah I just like well I don't disagree with them their views and so anyways that led so to, that's
1: how you were outed
0: that's had led to my interrogate <laughs> well first we went and interrogated right. them right and then they interrogated me and it was funny after after we went to talk with Mike I was coming back with the kind of the leader of the group and we were talking about it. I'm like everything that was said was biblical and he's like, I, he, he said to me this, I just can't believe that these main pastors like Paul Washer and others have missed this. You know, that was his argument. Yeah. It wasn't scripture. It wasn't anything else. It was right. just, I can't believe all these pastors have missed it. So we were debating Christmas with Mike mm-hmm. and I was in my full Christmas debate mode. As a child, I, re- I read the Old Testament and I loved it. I loved Daniel. I loved all the stories and I knew who Baal was in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it looked like in the real world. Right. But I knew who Baal was, and I knew that if we were worshiping Baal, that was bad. And so we had debated Christmas with the shicks over and over again. I had my really good argument. And then I saw a truth or tradition from Jim Staley. And I know today, I don't know how where people stand with the facts of all that, but I saw that there is Baal worship happening today. It may yes. be a different name. It may be a different form. But I finally had a vision of what Baal worship was. For me, it was over. She saw it at the same time, and, and it was like, both of us were like, okay, we're done with that. I don't know where we're going with anything else, but we're done with Christmas for sure.
2: And he poses the question in that video.
0: What does God think about that? What does
2: God think about that? Does, yeah. Is it what you want, or is it what does God want? And here, it's very clear. It's in the Bible that God says to do these feasts. And if I want to love and serve the God Almighty, then I have to do things His way. But for me, that was my turning point to say that there is a way that he wants me to worship him and it does matter
1: yeah just that mindset is such a game changer mm-hmm. and honestly it simplifies things because mm-hmm. you don't have to wonder it's, it's, <laughs>
0: it's restful it is as soon as you know that he's you know the bible says uh good works that he prepared in advance for you to do well what is that it's not a mystery he wrote it down for us exactly so, so and then they're exactly. not hard so. they're not hard from there we went to keep the sabbath and go to church on Sunday. If you keep the Sabbath, it makes it really hard to go to church on Sunday, especially if you have a family. So it's, a, it's almost like God's God's saying, <laughs> "My days or their days. You need to choose. So there's there's yeah. a pick. Yeah, if you're if you're keeping Sabbath, you know how do you live your life also keeping Sunday as a Sabbath? Right. And so that became apparent, and then we started just keeping Sabbath. Well, and then and then you're you're alienated from your family. Yep. On because we are into Christmas and Easter and everything, and and like we just thought that all cold turkey, just, we're done.
1: And how did they respond
0: to that? It was hard. They didn't understand. They, well, they thought we were in a cult. Yeah, that at was first, the first.
2: And, thing. and then yeah. gifts came at Thanksgiving instead, or in the mail. Right. Or if we stopped by, all of a sudden, my, you know, my mom would have just a ton of gifts for us. <laughs> and um, so it didn't stop for I, a, a while. But it's changed recently. Yeah, They finally get it. Yeah. Um, and they're making our birthdays Christmas now
0: because we're kind of like looking how we're treating God's holidays mm-hmm. I w- or at least I am and I'm gonna like well we kind of don't have the resources to go to a Rosie for the whole time well why not well because we celebrate all these other things and <laughs> I'm like we need to save our money so we can go right to yeah keep the feast because the feast is that it's a, it's a real long investment yeah and so and if we want to celebrate it holy we have to start changing our lives so right. that that's when we're spending our money
2: What you guys are saying is important that it doesn't matter what side of the coin you are in the Christian faith, we're all on a journey. Yeah, And it's not for us to tell everybody that this is the path you have to take. God's working on each one of us in our own time and in His own way to bring those people to where He wants them to be.
1: So what do you guys call yourselves then when somebody asks you what's your religion? (laughs) <laughs>
2: Bible-believing Christians.
0: That's maybe we don't even have it. That's what we call ourselves because I don't know what else to say. Right. Follower of the way. I don't like all the different terms. I don't know what they mean, so I don't want to call myself them. And they're kind of. Uh, I don't think they're well defined. Like Hebrew right. roots isn't well defined. Messianic isn't well-defined. Right. And, well defined. Uh,
2: and. And you go back into them and you find people that I don't agree with. You know, I even <laughs> see some false prophets. Crazy, I even see yeah. false prophets. Yeah. And I, and people are following them, and I think wow, I'm not going to go with that. I'm not going to join that movement because these people really look up to this person. And
1: and Bible's well and that is it. That is the definition of a cult, is following a charismatic leader because they have charisma. Mm-hmm.
0: Every single church in America, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but, not uh, every single. Yeah, no. Not fair.
2: I think we just say Bible-believing Christian because okay. uh, that's... We,
0: Torah, we use the term Torah observant. I think that says a lot our fellowship is called Shema Torah Fellowship and that's kind of what we're about hearing and doing Torah God's instruction in fellowship with others and and I think as a group we're trying to define ourselves and I I hope we're getting close to being able to do that in our area Um, because I think defining yourself is where you can actually give people the option to make a decision because i think there's a lot of gray areas and everything going on and so my hope is that we can define ourselves this year and help people when they say what are you that we can put words to it i need that personally and i'm not where i can say that yet
1: so what are your kind of your favorite go-to resources stuff that you would study with now and then also you know what you might recommend to somebody who's brand new
0: when we started out we listened to a lot of Jim Staley's teaching and our family called this a cult I really like the 119 for me I can listen and remember and so 119's mission uh videos were just here's the facts yeah and so I went through their videos I probably you know binge I binged on their videos (laughs) yeah so and I thought they were great and I the way my mind works I have a lot of scripture in my mind and so when they're talking I'm like oh that's yep It just fires off So I listened to theirs And then our family said You're in a cult Because we sent them some Jim's Daily Teachings And then we kind of went through a phase of going Okay, are we? Because we should ask the question Are we in a cult? And I think I took a year Like I'm not listening to any more people I'm just reading the Bible Oh, that's wise Yeah, I'm going to see Like am I in a cult? I really worked hard to disprove What I was believing For uh, about a year and the opposite happened it was like oh my goodness this is everywhere it's all in the new testament it's everywhere and even things jumps yeah.
1: off the page every time you everywhere you turn
0: the one that got me like that was so cool is when he tells the story of the rich man and lazarus and he's telling that story and at the end he he says well they have the torah they have enough and then at the end of that he says if they don't believe from the scriptures they won't believe if someone rises from the dead that just hit me in the face and I'm just like oh my goodness he's like saying it right there you better believe these scriptures if
1: they didn't believe Moses why would they
0: believe me yeah they're not gonna believe yeah and so that's all that happened in that year I took another year and I stopped reading the New Testament I just read the Old Testament over and over and then I read the New Testament again and I was like Yeshua is teaching Torah yes plain and simple yes that solidified what was happening in our lives, and then we went out and just fought with people. I, I went out, fought with people about it online. So all my Christian friends had to know. So the biggest teacher for me now is doing what the Bible says, and yeah. because that's the teacher itself. And the to, Sabbath. Because teaching. the
1: law is a tutor. It is to bring us to salvation. And it shows, yeah. like,
0: really shows you the invisible, what you're struggling yeah. with that's invisible it brings it out just like you talked about the sabbath and how you never knew there was a problem and paul says that like i never knew there was a problem and then the law came and i was dying yeah it was choking me so you you start down this path and the torah actually teaches you what's wrong with you and then you bring it to the lord and he helps you get over exactly and so that's been great but then i guess the other thing i would emphasize is is that fellowship and like midrash which you can talk with people this here Seeing an idea in your head, like like Sukkot for me, it was like it was really super weird to come at first and we set up a tent and we're camping with strangers <laughs> and I remember like in my tent just like laying down one of the first uh, weeks and I'm like listening to all the commotion and everything. I'm like this is what the Israelites heard. This is their experience. God's giving us the same experience of weirdness, being with other people, learning how to be a community and one of the things about Orosi and this place is that they understand everybody's learning and growing Mm -hmm. and and it's such a good example to see how you can live together It's, it's seeing it's obeying Torah and then getting with others and obeying Torah together because you get all the perspectives and you start to learn that there's a way and uh and it's so it's so awesome I want to tell my children, why do we do this? Mm-hmm. It's right here. It's <laughs> black and white. <laughs> Leviticus uh, 23, that's why we do everything we do. Yeah. And it's not my choice or anything, it's what Yahweh says. So. But
1: it sure is fun, isn't
0: it? It's a blast. <laughs> well, you know, if we followed Torah, we'd have uh, three family reunions every year. Exactly. How close would the families be?
1: Exactly. How
0: close would marriages be? And yeah. learning how to parent. You can learn how to parent if everyone's right. together. So right. there's so many, so many aspects to keeping Torah that solve the problems that we face every single day. And if we just hear it and do it, He's here teaching us. He's Mm -hmm. actually here with us.
1: In our little fellowship, the two people that are kind of the de facto leaders, they're always telling us, you cannot do Torah alone. Torah is intended to be done in community. And Torah is Required to be done. You can't just read it. You have to do it. The more you do it, the more you learn. The better you get. The more you understand. But it has to be done in community. You can't do it on your own.
0: It's almost inexplainable to someone who hasn't walked it. It's exactly. Like, it's exactly. like, well, how do I explain this to you? Come to sakote coat, and you'll learn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think that in church, you're taught to like know things and just you understand them on that level. Right. You gotta see it.
1: How about you? Do you have any favorite resources?
2: Not really. Uh, Life for me is more about the doing. The doing, yeah. Homeschooling and... So for me, the last 10 years of my life have been raising my about raising my children. Yeah.
1: And that's all consuming. (laughs) Right. I don't
2: have the time to do these 119 videos, the ones that were really important, I would make a time to Mm -hmm. do that. So for me, incorporating things into home education, finding curriculums that might even support that. That's how I think busy moms can pursue um, ideas like that. And then finding opportunities for your kids to also find that connection locally if you can. Yeah find families that will do something together. with you. So
1: have you found Torah curriculum that you like, Torah-based stuff?
2: I can't say that I have. I started using Heart of Wisdom, but she had a serious event in her life that stopped, made her stop updating it after okay. 2000. Oh, and you're okay. using so many internet resources that yeah. it's a lot it's of obsolete, it has been yeah. Yeah, obsolete. To me, there's so many great curriculums. Yeah. And the more important thing is that we see God is here everywhere. Yes. And so, Jay Weil, Diana Waring, Yes, there are phenomenal people like that mm-hmm. who are really gifted at presenting it in an engaging and real way. And um, so those are they're not nec- they're not Torah observant, but I think they're really great.
1: Um, one thing that I did pick up recently was Lessons in Yeshua's Torah. Hmm. Sarah Valente Hawks,
2: I think her name is.
1: And it's literally just the Torah portions.
2: Have you seen Bible Pathway Adventures?
1: Yes. They're I've phenomenal. I ordered some of their yeah. stuff recently. And that's yeah. a great current resource. The Spring the feasts. Feast well I guess I guess we're done. Thank right. you guys so much. Yeah. I know this took a long time to get us <laughs> sitting together. I kept getting distracted and you were getting distracted yeah. and now everybody's packing up and leaving, but this was wonderful. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Walk Like a Hebrew. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Walk Like a Hebrew. And don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family. Bonus clips taken from interviews are also available on the podcast feed at walklikeahebrew.buzzsprout.com. These clips don't have an introduction, so remember to listen to the interviews first so you'll know what's going on. Many thanks to Jack Lane for the music. To get a free copy of his CD, Lord, I Lift Your Name, send an email to jacklane at earthlink.net. May Yahovah bless you. We'll catch you next time.